Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. wasn't the fences it's not the doors or the locks on the doors hell it's not even the 400 fucking cowards that would go stop that son of a bitch it is the fucking guns it's the fucking guns i don't know why we have to keep doing this over and over and over and over again even even as we watch Another fucking gunman walking to a mall. Here we go. Adding more to the fucking list of places you're not safe in America because of the guns. Of course, you the Uvalde police failed. There was 400, 400 officers on the scene and not one, not one had the courage to save those children or attempt for 77 minutes. And the report is going to blame it on fences and door locks. I would almost bet that the majority of Americans grew up in schools that had no fences that worked Prisons! And the reason why is because we didn't have these stupid fucking guns. We had, we had, we had crazy people. We had people who wanted to seek revenge for whatever reason, but we didn't have these fucking guns. We find out in this report that this son of a bitch, not only, not only because of Greg Abbott, that motherfucker, he was able to go buy that gun on credit. Without a fucking background check, he'd never fired a gun in his life. It's the fucking guns, you stupid fucks. It's not complicated. It really isn't. We have a situation in this country where a person who wants to seek revenge for whatever reason can walk into a store, use a piece of plastic to obtain a weapon of war, 1,700 rounds, and murder, slaughter, tear apart 19 children and two teachers in a classroom that he wants to seek revenge in. Because Greg Abbott, Greg Abbott just has to have that fucking NRA money, baby. They just have to have that fucking profit. 
They gotta have it. It's a fucking must in this country. And damn, damn any parents, damn any safety, damn safety in public, fuck them. We want your money, we want the money, and we want it now. Because don't get twisted, that's what it's all about, the money and the fear. The money and the fucking fear. And I appreciate this report in Uvalde. It's about goddamn time we come to some kind of truth because these fucking parents were lied to. Fucking lied to. That fuck from the moment it happened, they were lied to. About time we get some goddamn truth. But for them, for, for, for that state rep to blame it on fences and doors, you sick son of a fucking bitch. The fences weren't high enough. The fences weren't high enough? How about, how about the fucking background checks weren't fucking good enough? How about the fucking guns are way too good to murder 19 children? How about that, motherfucker? How about that? I'm gonna keep yelling and screaming about this fucking issue. I got fucking kids, and I know a lot of you out there have kids and grandkids, and these fuck. In these fucking schools. And it ain't the fences. It ain't the doors. That's a bunch of bullshit. And you fucking know it. And Greg Abbott fucking knows it. Ted Cruz fucking knows it. And that fucking state rep that sat and gave that fucking report knows it ain't no goddamn fences or fucking doors. It's the fucking guns. We watched it in Indiana. Oh, well, a good Samaritan with a gun. Now it's not good guy with the gun anymore. It's good Samaritan. With a gun. There wouldn't be an opportunity for a good Samaritan with a gun to fucking have to take someone out because we're giving access to guns like it's goddamn candy. Jesus Christ, a fucking weapon of war has more goddamn rights in this country than a woman's uterus. It's ridiculous. We're out of our fucking minds. We're out to lunch. This is not, this is not okay. This is not fucking normal. And again, it's all because of money and fear. That's it. Money and fear, baby. That's what's driving this whole goddamn slaughtering of America. Your children are in danger. You're in danger in public. It's a risk in this country that you take. To go to a shopping mall, to go to a grocery store, to send your kids to school. To attend a parade. It's a risk. Because of profits and fear. The fear they want to strike in our hearts. Like fucking Ronnie Jackson. You piece of fucking shit. I'm going to rake that motherfucker over the coals today. You drunk ass motherfucker. You and your little fucking little dick weapons. You piece of fucking shit. You fucking Republicans really, really need to get a clue about what tough is. I'm sick of this fucking shit. That somehow conservatism and fascism is tough. You aren't fucking tough, you weak pieces of fucking shit. All you can do is talk about your goddamn weapons of war and how those are going to fucking protect you. You weak motherfuckers. You got to have guns to protect yourselves. You pieces of shit. Liberalism is the toughness. That's the work in this country. That's what gives us freedom is the fucking work and the goddamn toughness that we have with liberalism. You pieces of shit.
Liberalism is the thing that's hard. You think you think fucking listen to one motherfucker to tell you what to do in an authoritarian state is fucking toughness? That's fucking weakness, you dumb motherfuckers. Worshipping at the altar of one orange motherfucker. That's weakness. Getting together, trying to fucking form a government, trying to form a democracy, trying to create equality and equity for all people. That's tough. That ain't fucking weakness. I'm sick of this fucking shit. Where this country is turned away from their fucking roots of freedom and liberty and, and liberalism, goddammit. That's the toughness. And we need to get fucking tough. It's time. It's fucking time. Gavin Newsom's right. Fetterman's right. Tim Ryan's right. It's time to get tough on these motherfuckers. Come at them in their faces every day, all day, with the politics. Because frankly, we won't get the policy we want if we don't win elections. And now's the time for us to fucking win. Fuck them. Now's the time. You want to change gun policy? You want to make fucking schools safe without turning them into goddamn prisons? You want to make malls safe, restaurants, churches, parades? It's time to vote these motherfuckers out. Send them packing. Enough of this fucking shit. Get pissed. Stay fucking pissed. And use that outrage to go fucking save your goddamn democracy. You can do it. It's up to us. We the people. The hard work of liberalism. A real fucking democracy. Oh, it's not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. Well, stand back and watch, motherfucker. Hide and watch. Liberalism is not weak. That's the fucking real toughness. That's what it takes to to deliver liberty to everyone. Not just a certain sect of fucking people. Fucking... Christian nationalism. Get the fuck out of here with that Nazi-ass shit. You letting one motherfucker tell you what to think and what to fucking do. Tell you who the hell you can love and who you can't. Tell you what you want to learn and what you don't want to learn. What you want to know about history and what you don't. Rather you want to fucking ban math to keep people uneducated. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. It's enough. Enough is enough is enough of this shit. And America has had enough of this goddamn shit. Enough of it. I know they have. I don't give a fuck where the political spectrum you stand on. You're sick of this shit. You gotta be. No way you can't be sick of this shit. So let's use the strategic outrage. And let's win this goddamn midterm. And then after that, let's win 2024. Who gives a shit who's running? Stop that stupid shit too. Worrying about who the fuck is running. We aren't even there yet. Let these fucking idiots torch this midterm. They're already torching it. Dr. Oz can't even get a word in edgewise. Tim Ryan is stomping the ever-loving fucking shit at a J.D. Vance. Hand-picked. Hand-picked. By the fucking Cheeto dust mobster. And then he's going to torch their campaigns even more by trying to protect his own fucking criminal ass and announces he's president. We should encourage it. 
Let that motherfucker run. Let's do it. Let's let's do the Georgia runoff again. Let's do that. Fine by me, Warnock. Pfft. Slam dunk on Walker. Stacey Abrams takes the governorship. Fine by me. Let's do that. Let him torch this entire fucking midterm. Because this week on Thursday, we're going to find out just what this criminal fuck did. Or what he didn't do, which is probably more important. To our democracy. And set set us up in a situation. Because we didn't pay attention and we didn't do the work of democracy in 2016. Women are losing rights. They're coming after you nationally. It ain't a states rights thing, by the way. Fuck that. Nope, they're not. Nope. They, they forgot about states' rights. It ain't about states' rights anymore. It's about fucking national abortion ban. Next will be a national contraception ban. Next, they'll have a fucking sex registry of when you can and when you can't have sex. They're already, they're already talking about stopping you at fucking state borders to see where you're traveling and why you're traveling. These fascists aren't going to stop people. My pro, you, if you're pro democracy out there and you want, you want the ability to decide, regardless of what where you stand on the political spectrum, whether your main concern is bodily autonomy, education, healthcare, whatever the fuck it is. These fascists are not going to let you decide. So as long as you still have the vote, as long as you still got it, you better go fucking use it. You give them power, you won't have it very fucking long. Fences. Fences and doors. You, you son of a fucking bitches. Gaslighting us in this report. That's the way I see it. Everyone, you know, looks at this report as something great, which I think getting to some of the truth, but gaslighting these motherfuckers, gaslighting these parents, gaslighting Texans, gaslighting Americans, that it's fences and doors. That, that's all we need to do is turn our schools into prisons because we just can't handle not having profit from fucking firearms, weapons of war. It's up to you. You can make the decision. You still have the choice at this point. This is a choice you still have. And it's not just about Texas, folks. This Cheeto Dust Confederacy is a disease and it is spreading. The pandemic that we have in this country of Trumpism is real. And you need to treat it seriously. Because it ain't just about their voters. They are infiltrated inside our governments. Inside our courts. Inside the state legislators, the national legislators... The fucking law enforcement agencies. Jesus, you have that fucking mayor in Uvalde, that fucking dipshit. Blaming this entire thing on the media. (laughs) As if the media fucking passed a law for this kid to get a weapon. As if the media stood back and watched him murder 19 children and two teachers in the hallways when they could have done something about it. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You weak pieces of fucking shit. And that's the same fucking mayor that told Beto to get the hell out of here. This ain't the place for that. Well, now we know it was the exact place for that. That was the exact place where the lies were taking place. Puking them out of the governor and the lieutenant governor's mouth. 
the NRA fucking presser that they had to make sure people, oh, well, it wasn't again. It was it was uh, mental illness, which we're not willing to do anything about. Oh, and the doors and the fences. <laughs> and they're still doing it. Still doing it. If they took as much time thinking about fucking who has fucking weapons and what weapons we have on the streets that they took measuring the height of the fence at the school, you stupid fucking idiots. You should be pissed. Everyone should be pissed. And we should stay pissed. And use the power of our democracy and our ballot to get rid of these fucking idiots that are setting policy inside our government. It's ours. It's fucking ours. Not theirs. We get to decide. At least for now. So go use the power of the ballot. And I'm not just talking about marking the ballot. Register. Talk to your friends, your neighbors. Show them the way of why this is so fucking ridiculous. There are people out there that don't normally vote in a midterm. And they are likely not to vote. Find them. Talk to them. Get in their faces about this. It is an existential threat. And if you don't believe it, just look What happened over the weekend in Indiana? People just trying to buy a shirt. Trying to buy a new pair of pants or a new pair of shoes. Running for their lives in a mall. Ducking and hiding. Three people killed, two injured. I think that's the count. Who knows? Who knows? How could you fucking tell anymore? Oh, well, but there, there was a good Samaritan. He's not a good guy with a gun. He's a good Samaritan now. It's a good Samaritan with a gun. Oh, because that's the answer. See, that's the answer. Just another gun. Yep, that's, oh, that's the answer. Just get another gun in there. It's really fucking dumb. It's really fucking stupid. And I can't believe we even have to have this conversation over and over and over and over and over and over again. But we're going to keep having the conversation if you don't do something about it. And I'm not talking about the politicians, folks. The politicians we have, the Republicans in these states. Because let's face it, it's not the Democrats. You can yell and scream all you want that the parties are the same, but they're not. That's bullshit. Give me a fucking break. As if Democrats are the ones that are trying to pass legislation to do away with some apps, gun safety and gun regulation to make sure fucking guns don't get in the hands of the wrong fucking people. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You're a fucking lying piece of shit. You're spreading misinformation, disinformation, and you're doing the country a disservice. Our democracy, you're doing it a disservice. So if you claim to be pro-democracy and you think both parties are the same, you are not pro-democracy. I'm sorry. Turn it off. Turn me off. I don't give a fuck. Turn me off. If you think both parties are the same, if you're convinced of that, you are not pro-democracy. You are not. You're not paying enough of fucking attention. You're only hearing what you want to hear. That's it. That's all you're doing. They're not 
the same. The Republicans are the ones who are who are stoking fear and profit for guns. Oh well, it, uh, just look at just look at the parade shooting in Highland Park. Some of the heaviest gun regulations. Yeah, well, he bought it legally. He bought it legally because someone who vouched for him knew he was violent. If we would have better red flag laws, he wouldn't have had a fucking gun. In Texas, this kid never even fired a fucking weapon before. He went straight to his fourth grade classroom where his previous teacher said he was bullied that year in school. It's the gun. It's the gun. He fired a hundred rounds before the cops even entered the building. He'd already ripped apart a dozen children before the cops were even able to enter the building within two and a half minutes, folks. It's the guns is what killed those children and those teachers. That's what killed them. That's what the fucking the 400 cowards were scared of was the fucking gun. They were scared of the gun. There are no good guys. There are no bad guys. There is just fucking guys with guns. And it's the guns, dummy. It's the guns. It's the guns. It's the motherfucking guns. And stop saying the two sides, both sides, saying blah, 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 blah. If we do this, if we do that, it won't change. These Republicans have a stronghold. These fascists have a stronghold on our state legislators, on our governorships. They want to take the Congress. They want to take the Senate. And it's up to you whether you're going to allow them to keep pressing these this fucking fascism on our country. It's enough of this shit. And yes, the deregulating of guns and allowing anyone to have guns and to create chaos and fear is is the perpetuation of fascism. Making women second-class citizens, not just in certain states, because they want an entire Cheeto Dust Confederacy, we now know that. Every fucking Republican that there is is walking to the House floor talking about a national ban on abortion. They can't help themselves. It's like these white men jerk off to women being second-class citizens or some shit. I told you they would not stop. They won't stop. They're not going to stop. They're not going to be satisfied with the amount of fascism they have today. They want more. They're fucking greedy. So you need to get greedy. That's right. You need to get greedy about your liberty, about your freedom, about your rights, about equality and equity. Get fucking greedy. Fuck them. Fuck them. It's time we it's time we fight back in the arena that these Republicans want to fight in these elections. It's 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 about goddamn time. We have to use the power of our ballots. And again, I'm not just talking about fucking marking your own ballot, which is 
is fine if that's what you want to do. But you got to engage in your democracy to save it. You have to. You have to talk to your friends, your family. There are going to be people you know you love who want to save their democracy that do not vote in midterms. Find them. Talk to them. Reason with them. Yeah, it's going to be difficult in some cases. And boy, you're going to be super disappointed about some of the folks you know and love. That they're just not interested in the democracy at all. They're more worried about who's going to be playing on Sunday. But don't stop. Don't get discouraged. It's time. Now's the time. And let these Republicans bury themselves. As we watch Dr. Oz's uh, campaign in Pennsylvania flounder. As we watch Herschel Walker, that dumb motherfucker down in Georgia, sink his campaign to save that seat. We can see Tim Ryan is absolutely bearing J.D. Vance, who loves to, he loves to pretend to be an elite, but then he doesn't want to be an elite. It's all pretend. It's all bullshit. Now's the time. Get involved in your governor's races. Get involved in your state Senate, your state legislator races. Look at the races of the United States Senate. Where you can help. If you're not in one of those states, that doesn't mean you can't help those campaigns. Rather it be with a little bit of cash or a little bit of help on the phone, text messages, sending postcards, whatever you can do to engage in your democracy. The time is now to save it from the fear and the profits. That's it. Fuck the GQP is your message. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Stick around. We'll be right back right after this break. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels Podcast. Fellow patriots, what would you do if there was a Trump supporter right in front of you, crying in pain because they have to live under communist tyranny? We know what you would do. You'd reach out and give that true American a hand. Now, here's your chance. For only $50 a day, you can help us help those true Americans recover from Biden's socialist reign of terror. These are those Trump supporters, and this is that moment. Send your donation via Venmo to the real president, Donald J. Trump. It's only $50 a day. Recurring. And it means you'll get these Trump supporters the critical help they so desperately need to survive under this false regime. Please donate now, because those Trump supporters you just saw can't wait another moment. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. We're back to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for sticking us through the break. 
You know we broadcast here every single weekday, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, and simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. Uh, I see I see a couple things in here. Uh, uh, here's uh, Mr. Canada says, TYT is telling their voters not to vote. Yeah, this is really fucking dumb. This is really fucking dumb. If you're going to listen to liberals out there that are telling you, oh, it's all the same, don't vote, don't donate, you're losing your democracy. You're losing your democracy. You remember in 2016 when, when the whole Bernie or bust movement was happening? You remember that Bernie or bust movement? Well, here's the bust. Here's the bust. The bust was not in 2016. That wasn't the bust. We, we are at the brink of the bust now. This is the bust that you were looking for. So stop listening to motherfuckers out there telling you both are the same. You're not, it's not going to help you. Blah, blah, blah. But they're fucking, they're gaslighting you. They're lying to you. It's all bullshit. You just go, you just go look at the two chambers in our Congress, the Senate and the House. You look at the bills that are sitting at the feet of the Senate, and the only reason they can't move is because you don't have enough fucking Republicans, not Democrats. You got plenty of Democrats behind those bills. You don't have enough fucking Republicans. Not one, not fucking one. We'll fucking stand up to codify Roe v. Wade. Not a goddamn single one. And it's the Democrats' fault. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here with that goddamn shit. Turn that fucking shit off. If you're watching something, if you're listening to someone, and they're telling you that stupid shit, turn them the fuck off. Come over here. I'll give it to you fucking straight. I ain't gonna fucking gaslight you or fuck you around. I'm gonna tell you exactly how I feel, when I feel it, how I feel it, just straight to your fucking, from my mouth to your fucking ear. And I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to quit. I don't give a shit. Every fucking day, two hours a day, I'm going to sit here and yell and scream into this motherfucker. Until you turn those other dumb son of a bitches off. Turn them off. Fuck them. If they're saying that shit, enough. Not you're done. Cast them aside. It's enough of that shit. They don't want anything to do with saving our democracy. Not a goddamn thing. They're just trying to sensationalize whatever the fucking narrative is and their little subsect of their audience. Same shit as Fox News, Newsmax, and OAN is doing. Same fucking shit. Same motherfucking shit. It's the same message if you really listen to it. Same goddamn shit. Well, Tucker Carlson... Well, what's the difference between Democrats doing this and Republicans doing this? What would be the difference? What's the difference in listening to some stupid liberal fucking hack saying that both sides are the goddamn same? Huh? Stop. Pluck your head out of your ass and realize that there is something at stake here, and it is called democracy. And I don't give a shit what your fucking policy Line by line, what you want is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't... I don't give a shit if you want $25 an hour minimum wage instead of 15 I don't give a fuck if you want all your student debt paid for as opposed to $10,000. I don't care if you want full universal health care as opposed to some common sense health care reform that can help people. I don't give a fuck 
if you just want kids to start school at three instead of five, instead of universal pre-K and college, I, I don't give a fuck. You will have none of that. Absolutely none of those line items. Not a single fucking one if you let these fascists win. Not a goddamn one of them. So politicize the shit out of, out of everything. Fucking everything. Politicize the shit out of it. Because there's two things, and I'll keep saying it. There's two things at stake here. There's government, which is policy. That's what everyone keeps bitching about. That's what everyone wants to fucking change. But the only way to govern, the only way to do policy is to fucking win elections. The politics. So yeah, it's time to it's time to take off the gloves and to play politics. That's what we have to do to save our democracy. Fuck them. That's what we have to do. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do both sides of the shit. Fucking ridiculous. I know there's someone else that's absolutely pissed off about this report, and I'm going to go to the video. Uh, my co-host, Gabe Sanchez, and the executive producer, Gabe, I, I know you've done several videos uh, of what was that on Uvalde, mm -hmm. and I know you have another one that's coming up today. Um, yeah. This report comes out, and it's clear now more than ever that, <laughs> that we've been lied to from the very beginning, and they're still scapegoating shit. This one oh, yeah. is pretty I funny. mean, you, you, you have to remember that August 2020... Five, uh, law enforcement agencies from five different or law enforcement officer of uh, officers from five different agencies were trained inside the hallways of a school in Uvalde, Texas. That was August 2020. Then you've got uh, police chief uh, Pete Arredondo. He had training in December. Uh, well, also in August of 2020, he had training in uh, December of 2021. You fast forward to to May of 2022 and everything that they were trained to do everything that they were told that they had to do to prevent as a deterrent as a way to stop them prevent them from coming into the school they failed at every single moment that they had a chance to prevent 21 people from dying they could have stopped them outside didn't do it they could have stopped them inside didn't do it. They blamed it on the door. They said, we didn't have a key. Turns out the door was able to just open up, right? Like the shooter came in with intent. He knew where he was going. We talked about it on the show uh, and last week or the week prior or the last week when, when the, when the video was released, we talked about how he went in with intent, right? He had vent, like he went to go after whether it was his teacher or someone else in fourth grade, but something was triggering enough that he had to go back directly to that classroom. And each point along the way, all of the police, all the law enforcement officers, they failed. They failed at every point because, you know, understandably so, you don't want to get fucking shot up by an AR-15. It's a scary fucking thing, especially for someone who is trained, like even for someone who's trained, it's probably very scary, right? To 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 in that moment say, well, this could be the end of me because it, this gun fucking it, it, it is is a way to slaughter people. And that's what happened in Uvalde. But these officers detained people outside who are parents who were willing to go in unprotected to get their own kids. And mind you that the police that were outside holding these these people back, there were other officers that went in to save their own children. They took priority of their own children before others. Which I get. If you're a parent, you want to protect, you want to serve that kid. But you also made an oath 
to protect and serve that community of Uvalde. And again, at each point, they failed. They failed to act. That inaction cost the lives of 21 people. And now they're going to blame it on doors. And now they're going to blame it on fences. fences. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I mean, this is you know, and they are they uh, that the report did. It is a a, a very uh, really stark indictment of the police department and their systematic failure. Uh, apparently, they didn't even have a command post. Uh, and to know who is even in command and no wonder, no wonder those officers were standing around in the hallway trying to figure out what the hell was happening. Right. And I guess there was confusion, whether it was an active shooter or if it was a barricaded person, they couldn't figure that the fuck out because they didn't have proper command. There were so many things that they failed to do, even though they mm-hmm. were trained to do it. And that is the thing, folks, that is the thing. That yes, absolutely. In a situation like this, local law enforcement, state law enforcement, and these agencies are going to fail in some instances because they have a gun in the situation. There, this is the first time, and I and I learned this this morning too, which is absolutely devastating to these fucking boneheads who talk about law-abiding gun owners and all this shit. This is the first time this motherfucker ever fucking fired a weapon the first time and he fired a hundred rounds in two and a half minutes before those police could even enter the building it's Mm -hmm. absolutely absolute insanity to me that they fucking yammer on and on and on about law-abiding citizens and gun training and oh it's it's all about your fucking to protect yourself and blah 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 all bullshit every fucking last bit of it is bullshit because there is no fucking cause for anyone any, I don't care who the fuck you are to go down to a store, get a fucking piece of, of, of hardware that's a weapon of war with 1,700 fucking rounds without paying a goddamn dime, yep. all on credit, without ever happening to fucking fire a weapon ever before in your life. Just pick the son of a bitch up, load it, run to the school, because we also find out the piece of information in this report. That apparently this kid had some revenge for that classroom. We talked about it when we broke down the tape last week. Mm-hmm. I said it. he skipped those classrooms. It's almost like he knew where he was going. Right. And you said it long before I even brought it up with the tape that he was from that school. I, I think you even said, I don't know if it was privately or, or in one of your videos, that that classroom had something to do with his mindset. Right. And, and obviously, he had a rear, a very, very, very toxic mindset. And Greg Abbott and the Republicans and the NRA in that state of Texas and, frankly, all around the country allowed that that person to act on that toxic mindset and murder 19 children and two teachers. They let that happen. The blood is on their hands. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see it that way, you need to pluck your head out of your asshole because that is what is happening all around the country. This good Samaritan shit in Indiana. Oh yeah. my God. Now it's no longer a good guy with the gun, Gabe. It's good right. Samaritan. Right. They're, They're going to redefine the it, relabel. They're going to, it's, you it's, fucks. it is the complete, you know, it is the number one play out of the Republican playbook. Let's talk about revising the story, right? He's not a good guy. He's a good Samaritan. Hey, guys, it's gender neutral. He's a Samaritan. <laughs> like, fuck these Republicans, oh, right? I'm fuck. sure someone's going to make that argument about, like, guys, guys, we're not calling them guys. We're not calling them women. Ladies, boys, we're calling mm. them Samaritans. They're gender neutral. See, you like pronouns. You know, it's like 
the, the Republicans that, that come into the argument and try to say this one example where a good Samaritan or a good guy with the gun did this. Well, uh, let's look at back how the laws change for open carry and not having to actually reveal you carry a gun, which was what, July 1st? So we're talking seven, six, 15, 16 days prior. This law is passed, allows anyone to carry without any sort of... And he was bragging about it. Right. Greg Abbott was like, yay, now anyone can get a gun who has a toxic mindset and wants revenge for a classroom that he hasn't been in in years. Right. And and and, and God, God forbid we stop him from <laughs> obtaining a weapon of war in 17 rounds to go take revenge on a classroom. That doesn't even have the teacher or the students in it, but that's not what matters here. And they'll blame mm-hmm. it on that. They're going to say, oh, this guy was deranged. He had he had revenge. So why are you letting him have a gun then, you dummies? Right. Like, why if we, are- you know, it, it, again, it comes back. It, it <clears throat> The perfect example that everyone will use and everyone should use is how much training it requires you to get a license. You are driving a weapon. That thing will fuck things up. Okay, even the smallest thing, you're fucking driving a beetle. That thing will still fuck you up. You are driving a piece of machinery that has oil, gas, uh, uh, a high powered engine. Uh, There is ignition. There's fire. There's all of these things that, you know, upon impact or other things can cause a great amount of damage to one person or one thing or an area. Right. To get a license, you have to get hours of training, hours of training behind the wheel. You have to get training in a classroom. You have to get training to get your permit. You have to get training to take the test to get your license, which includes a written portion. You have to prove that you had the hours of training. You have to prove that uh, you can actually pass the exam in person. Hands behind the wheel, 10 and 2 or 9 and 3. You have to prove that you are adequately and sufficiently trained to operate this vehicle. We have different classes. There's a commercial license that you can get. Uh, there's, there's a, you know, if you want to get the, the trucker, you know, like even if you wanted to uh, power a, a motorcycle, you have to get a specific you have to class for that. Well, you mean you have to be trained to drive a motorcycle? Exactly. This is crazy. This is crazy that you have to be trained to operate a motor. What what kind of liberty do we live under when you can't protect yourself with a motorcycle and have to be regulated by the right. government? And you but, get regulated. Somebody brought a t- uh, thing in here to sell tacos on the street is a higher bar than being a cop. Like you ha- again, you have to get a permit and a license and apply and go through the all the red tape that you have to do to get your own street card. Like even if you're on the street and you're like I'm selling well, hot but dogs, Gabe, but Gabe, but Gabe, you can make people sick with 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 food. Right, you can make oh, people God sick. Forbid somebody gets sick, right? right. And God I mean, they could. I mean, they really could even die. You could kill a person with a taco if you make them sick enough. I mean, it right. is possible. Why would we want to make sure that you don't get a person sick or people sick? I mean, we Jesus re- Christ, we regulate the sale of. Uh, cigarettes we regulate the sale of food we uh, well you know, we uh, we regulate different- the shit we regulate the shit out of who you can have sex with apparently who you right. can't have sex with we regulate exactly. the shit out of medical procedures yeah. that women can have they want to regulate the shit out of travel for women even they want to regulate the shit out of that this is not this is not big government small government type shit L- listen this is about fascism and fear 
and profit. That is what it's about. It is about profit and fear. To strike fear in your heart. And for you to do nothing about it. Besides go buy another fucking gun. Which is, again, the exact problem that we have. This idea that a, a, a person went inside the Indiana Mall and took out this person who had a, a high-powered rifle who killed three and injured two. Like, it's not... The the, per, the answer isn't another person with a gun. Like, oh, oh, okay, one time, one time, a good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. That's not the answer. The answer is not another gun. The answer lies in the first gun. The very right. first one. It's the fucking gun. Yep. It's always it's been the, the fucking gun. gun. It will continue to be the gun. But for Republicans, they look at everything. You could literally show them be, all of this proof, right? They know that they're wrong. They know 100% that what happened was the fault of the gun and the laws they put in place to make it easy to access and get that gun to bring it to a school or bring it to a mall or bring it to a theater or bring it to a church or bring it to a grocery store or bring it to a, you know, a, 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 a preschool or a kindergarten, like all of these places, again, that we were told would be safe, right? These places we could go to be with our friends and our family and not have to worry about the dangers of the street coming into the, 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 the safety of our own home or a school or a church or whatever it was. But now everyone has to be on fucking alert. Now I, I want to bring up one kind of like example here. Let's say everyone can have their own gun, okay? Let's just go through that scenario because that's what Republicans want. Let's say <laughs> well, you're that, at that, the mall. that would be good for profits. That right, no, totally. Yeah. So let's say you're at the mall, right? Or you're at the movie theater or whatever it might be or your grocery store. Somebody comes in with a gun. They start shooting. Another person says, oh, fucking pew, pew, time to go. Let's pull out the gun. They've got their own gun. They start shooting at the person with the original gun. Somebody else comes out and doesn't know the context. Here's the gun shooting and goes, oh, shit. Pew, pew. I got to shoot this guy with a gun. But what they do is they shoot the second guy with the gun, not the original gunman who's the actual threat. So now you get a fourth person that comes out and goes, oh, shit. Pew, pew. And he wants to shoot one of these other guys. Maybe he shoots the third guy. Maybe he shoots the first guy. But what you're now seeing is that all of these people that thought they were the good guy are killing other people who are actually the bad guy. Right. These good Samaritans are killing good Samaritans now. Like, that's the reality that they would live in is they say, well, if a good guy with the or if a bad guy with the gun comes in, then the only people that can stop is a good guy. But what happens if other good guys kill the other good guys in the scenario? Then you're back to fucking square one. And then when the police finally show up, it looks like a goddamn movie scene where people have been slaughtered in a mall. Why their I think logic, we, I their think rationale know. doesn't make any sense. Well, I think we know that the answer is not more guns. I mean, right. obviously, obviously, four hundred trained officers with fucking firearms in Uvalde, four hundred more fucking weapons. Which actually, it's probably more. I don't know how many sidearms those cops had on them with their long guns and everything else. Right. So, I mean, you you could make the case that it's four hundred officers, but it's possible that you could have four hundred fifty five hundred guns. Was not the answer. It didn't mm-hmm. help. It didn't do anything. Nothing. Yeah. Because they didn't act. And it, the reason why they didn't act is because of the gun that was in the room. They were terrified of it. And like you right. said, being ripped apart by an AR-15, these cops want to go home to their families, which is uh, another absurdity that we have in our country that 
these cops somehow are tough guys, but <laughs> but they, they, they're so terrified of their job. It really, right. this, and I said this in the beginning, this fascist shit is the weakness that our country has. That's yeah. the weakness. Liberalism is actual strength. Liberalism is fucking hard. It's fucking difficult in a liberal democracy mm-hmm. to come to, to some consensus. And let me tell you, the fact of the matter is, on the ground there in Uvalde, they had no consensus. They had no right. command. They had no leadership because they're weak. They're weak. They're fucking weak because we have put ourselves in this culture of fucking fascism, especially in our law enforcement agencies, especially when they're when they're thinking about fucking active shooters. Sir, 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 calling him sir. Fuck that shit. Do something. Save those children. Right. That's your job. And they did nothing. I want to go to the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Drinks. Yeah, yeah. Gabe, I got a lot of stuff to round up today. Yeah. I want to watch this video of this state rep uh, real quick uh, talking about fences and doors. Uh, but I also, there's some other video that I want to get to. Um, and there's some other issues out there as well, not just this Uvalde and the Indiana shooting. Of course, guns is the issue every single day in our country because we have to deal with it every single moment, no matter where we go. So mm-hmm. let's start the countdown. Welcome, welcome back to the Tony Michaels podcast. We have reached the part where we round up all the Tweety tweets and the trendy trends. And there's a ton of stuff from the weekend. Uh, there's this speaking of speaking of dipshits with guns and dangerous people with guns. You've seen the video, the short little clip that Ronnie Jackson put out on oh, uh, yeah. Twitter. Oh, my God. This fucking guy it, uh, to, to me. And we're going to show the video. But to me, Gabe, it felt like he was so in a hurry to get this video done so he could put down the guns and pick up the bottle. Like he was like, yeah. look, can we just get this over with real quick? Yeah. And he's we'll, like, I uh, mean, Dr. Ronnie Jackson here, uh, self-medicating, I might <laughs> add. You know, like he's like straight to the whiskey or whatever his choice of right. alcohol Jesus is. Christ, this guy puts down the gun. I, I bet he, he drinks vodka. shoots himself in the foot, you know. I bet he drinks he, vodka. Oh, I, I, think, I think he drinks I, vodka. I don't know. I think Ronnie drinks Everclear. You think I think he clear? goes, I dude, I just think he's straight for the just straight, you know, doesn't gasoline, fuck around. He's just yeah, like probably, pouring it yeah. down. Might be he, because might be. I think at this point, like he's got to drink. He's like, I, I don't need to keep drinking more of this thing. I need to figure out what is more potent so I can drink less of it. So it's less apparent that there's a glass in my hand everywhere I go. So I think I he's think drinking. So. He's probably fucking just. You know, baby. Do you, do you think that's what Trump place. has on Ronnie somehow? Like some something oh, that he's done probably. when he was drunk? Because because I I posed the question yeah. this morning that what does Trump have in Elise Stefanik? Because you watch oh, this yeah. fucking interview with Mark Levin, Jesus Christ, this fucking gaslighting motherfucker. You talk about right. a lying piece of shit, Elise Stefanik. You well, it's the same. It's the same take garbage. that Tom Cotton brought last week, which was, oh man, uh, if Hunter Hunter Biden made so much money under uh, Joe Biden, and it's like, dude, one, he doesn't work under Joe Biden, doesn't work for the administration, isn't using nepotism to get new deals right now or anything like that. Ivanka and Jared made $640 million during the presidency, and then uh, Jared made an additional $2 billion for his 
investment firm. So these two are making almost $3 billion through their association or connection to Trump and his time as president. And then at least Stefanik's like, well, what about Hunter Biden? It's like, I, it, it's, it's absolutely guys, insane. Oh it's insanity. It's insanity that we have to deal with these fucking lying pieces of shit. You remember Elise Stefanik, she ran as a non-Trump Republican. Do you think right, it's right. the cocaine sex orgies that she, he's got over? I don't know, man. It's I don't like, know. We're going to watch some of this video, this yeah, piece of shit. Because you know. she, she, totally, she totally is, uh, a, a, I mean, straight sycophant. It's gross. Yeah. And I mean, she, 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 even, she even looks like she has a little bit of throw up in her mouth when she comes up oh, with some of these answers. I don't know. I mean, all these people, all these Republicans who come back have been rolling Jeez. around. Like, they've made their bed, and they're now rolling around in the shit that is the bed that they made. And then they I get up and they're like, oh, got a little, got a little shit here on the Ooh, shoulder. Gross. That's gross. That's gross. Well, yeah, let's go to the, this get video. Get off the nose, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that might be another thing. Maybe she's maybe she's into the booger sugar. I don't know. Um, and he's got the goods on her. He's got something yeah. on her, though. I know mm -hmm. he does. Here is the... Uh, now, this is a state representative, and I, I don't have his name offhand. It might say it here on the video. I, I forget. But he's a Republican, of course, in Texas, and that's why he's fucking gaslighting people about these the fences and the doors. Let's listen to this piece of shit. And let me say this, with hindsight, we can say the Raw Elementary was not adequately prepared for the risk of a school shooter. The school's five-foot fence was inadequate. Despite a policy of locked doors, there was a regrettable culture of noncompliance. What in the fuck does a five-foot fence have to do with a gun? What know. in the fuck does it have to do also, with a gun? Also, this is Joe Moody, by the way. Oh, Joe Moody. Yeah, fuck Joe, Joe Moody. Moody. Tex Texas State Rep Joe Moody. Joe, yeah, and yes. Joe, Joe, if you can hear my voice, fuck you, you yeah. piece of shit. Go here's here's yourself, what I'll man. tell you. Why in the fuck, why in the fuck would a chain link fence stop anyone? What the fuck are you talking about? If he really wanted to go in and kill people, he can get a fucking pair of fucking wire cutters and a pair of bolt cutters just as easily as he can get a gun. Right. And if you're not fucking listening to me out there, literally this kid got a gun just as easy as he could walk into a fucking hardware store on credit and buy a set of fucking uh, bolt cutters to nip a fence. Right. To nip a hole in a goddamn 12-foot fence. I mean, you look people at are fucking dumb. Right. And the other thing, too, is to think that this kid couldn't obtain another something else to fucking break a door lock. You people are dumb. He he could he obtained the gun easier than he got those fucking tools to get to the fence and get to the door. Moody, you can sit down and shut the fuck up. It is enough of this nonsense that yeah. we have to turn shit into prisons to make them safe from a gun shit. He could fire through the fence at people for crying out loud. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. The fence. They spent more time measuring the fucking fence than trying to figure out how the yeah. fuck that this kid got a fucking gun. In fact, all three exterior doors to the building were unlocked that day. Can you imagine? Can you imagine doors, doors being unlocked? What the fuck is this nonsense? 30, 40 years ago, there weren't they weren't locking school doors. Do you mm -hmm. know why they weren't locking school doors, Gabe? Do you know why they weren't fucking locking school doors? Because people weren't running around with weapons of war all over the place. Right. This is really fucking boneheaded I mean, shit. The other the other thing too is, you know, he talks about the fence. He talks about the doors. It's like, okay, remember, he just drove his car into the ditch, right? Whether he crashed it, swerved it. Whatever. Right. I I actually I actually think he was he. I mean this this he was not in his in a very toxic set of mind. Yeah. And he was tr gonna try to drive in that ditch to hide that 
to hide that. But truck. he's got he's got an AR-15 with right. a ton of rounds to go slaughter whoever's in that school in that classroom. Right? He has a car. He has a truck. He has a car. Whatever. Are you going to tell me that that car again, which is considered a a weapon? Right? That's why people get vehicular manslaughter. Well, you can use it that way. You have to get training to drive the car. He could use that car to drive through a fence, to drive through a door, any one of those three unlocked doors. If it really was a problem, he fucking ran right through. Get out of the car, go through into the school, and do what he wanted to do. He could have shot the locks. He could have shot the windows. But what if he didn't have a gun? But what if he didn't have a gun? He would have to punch his way through. What if he didn't have? What if he? What if he didn't have a gun, Gabe? What if he didn't have a gun that could fire a hundred rounds in two and a half minutes? Then what? Then what? What what would? What would we do? What would we do if if? If a mass shooter wasn't couldn't obtain a weapon of war, what would we do, Gabe? What what kind of liberty is that? I know. For crying out loud, what kind of liberty is that? Stolen, that a mass shooter, liberty. a murderer, can't access a weapon of war. How fucking yeah. ridiculous is, does that sound? Get the it it. it let's the listen. fact the fact that the Second Amendment is more important than the lives of innocent Americans is fucking messed up i mean that's just the that's just as simple as i can say it the fact that the second amendment is jamie jamie's saying that that's not joe moody i thought that was joe moody i don't i don't know who this guy is but he's a state rep i know he's a republican i want yeah. i seen i seen his name earlier but i'm not i, I don't recall and, and really honestly doesn't matter at this point they all look so fucking generic i mean look at this motherfucker he looks like he walked out of a young Republicans club and, and you know, and talks about how he hates gay marriage. He doesn't mm-hmm. like he doesn't like math. He, he hates CRT. I mean, look at him. Look at this motherfucker. Sorry, Joe Moody. Sorry, they are right. Joe Moody is, is sitting to, I believe, to the right of this. Oh, OK. So uh, Joe Moody's movie. the other asshole. Yeah, yeah. But not the asshole speaking here. No, no. I'll find that name in a second. OK. And multiple interior doors were not secured the day of the shooting. When I talked about the false sense of security, I do not believe that Uvalde, Consolidated, or Rob Elementary is the only school with these issues in it. Yeah, it's not. It's not the only because that that school was not built in in the mindset of oh, you know what? What if someone comes in and tries to mass murder these children? Who mm-hmm. we literally in this country right now, there are people designing schools, elementary schools. They're sitting down designing elementary schools with the forefront thought of what if someone comes in here and tries to mass slaughter these children in what is supposed to be the safest place on earth? You fucking sick sons of bitches. And this motherfucker to sit here and gaslight te- not only Texas, but the parents of the 19 slaughtered children to act like a locked door. It's the thing that murdered and, and and tore apart their children is fucking disgusting, vile, and fuck this guy. This guy shouldn't be running his dog catcher, as far as I'm concerned, just because he has Republican after his fucking name. And this is what you get. This is what you get, folks. When you vote these fucking generic, fucking vile, fascist, racist pieces of shit in office. Just like this fucking cookie-cutter white mm-hmm. guy. This Justin- is what you get. Representative Dustin Burroughs. Yeah, is, Dustin is Burroughs. Now Dustin. the other, the other, there still is, there still is a very well intentioned fuck you to Joe Moody that's next to him because Joe Moody went on uh, social media last week after the video was released and tried to justify the actions of the gentleman that was looking through the phone that had the Punisher uh, background on his screen, 
and then try to say that gentleman was the the husband of the teacher who was killed, right? Which makes it even worse, right? Like the fact that you're waiting there not doing anything, you find out this is your wife's school. I don't know. It doesn't really make it sound that better of a situation to justify that person's actions, just standing around, right? So that was Moody that sent that out on social media. Moody said that on social media last week. Anything but the gun, right? Anything but the gun. Blame anything but the gun. He was like, oh, let's take it easy on the officer. What's what's this guy's name speaking again? What's his this name? This guy's Dustin Burroughs. Dustin. Yeah, yeah. Of course his fucking name is Dustin. Hey, Dustin, if you can hear me, I will welcome you to come on this show. I will fucking open you up to a whole goddamn hour to let you fucking t- try to tell me how it's fucking fences and doors, you piece of fucking shit. Come on the show. Come on the show and tell me. You fucking explain to me. To my fucking face, how those parents lost their children, got them ripped apart, had to identify them by their fucking shoes because of a locked door. Come on this show. I challenge you to come on this show and explain it to me to my fucking face. I dare you. I think it would be a great piece of content to watch this motherfucker explain to me why it's the doors. Let's do that, Dustin, you piece of shit. I've talked to enough other educators around the state to believe this is a wider problem that we need to continue to look at. Yeah, he's real fucking, oh, a wider yeah. problem. That The doors, the doors and the, the size of the fences right. is a wider problem that the state legislator needs to focus on. We need to run around the state measuring measuring the height of the fences. What a dumb motherfucker. What a dumb motherfucker. Hey, I mean, Dustin, you, you, hey, yeah. Dustin, spend two fucking seconds, two fucking seconds looking at the facts and understanding you need to concentrate more on why the fuck he got that gun, why he got 1,700 rounds, and why that gun is on the streets of your state. You piece of shit. It shouldn't be any, it should not be surprising either. You look at the things that they say, which is like, oh, well, guys, 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 let's look at all of the schools in the area. Let's look at the whole state of Texas. There are uh, squeaky doors that need WD 40, and that would allow someone to come in. There are chain link fences that aren't triple bolted. There are like, they will come up with anything that is not the gun. Remember, they will they will point and they will look and say, well, it's not just it's not just here. It's not just here, guys. It wasn't it's not just an isolated incident. It is, though. But a a larger problem and that problem isn't doors, isn't fences. It is the guns. It is the the well-regulated militia that is the police force. If, If if police were fine with guns in certain areas, why can't you bring a gun into a police station if you're not a police officer? Right. Why can't you bring guns into a courtroom? Right. That would make it really unsafe to have guns in a courtroom. That would make it really. Why are all of these places banned that are of (laughs) official state, municipal or government level that you can't bring a gun into? You can't bring a gun into the NRA when they don't. They don't want guns to threaten them, Gabe. They would much rather have them threaten people at a mall or people at an elementary school. Look, you know, the problem in Indiana and, you know, maybe Dustin is fucking right. The problem in Indiana at that mall that there's just the fence was not high enough outside that mall. Right. And the doors weren't locked. The fence should have been higher. Right. It should have had spikes. Oh my God. It should have been right. one of those great, beautiful we, fences that they should have a fucking border. moat, a gun moat. Yeah. A gun a moat. Drawbridge, a, right, right. You know, you know had mm-hmm. and maybe like watchtowers, right. you know, and barbed wire. And again, we're coming back to it sounds like you're building a prison. Right. 
Well, I mean, that's the thing, is in Indiana, mm-hmm. that mall, that, that, that's the real issue. The reason why the good Samaritan with a gun had to go in and shoot the shooter is because there just wasn't high enough fences. And mm-hmm. there wasn't enough locked doors on that mall. Good God, what is wrong with us? This is just fucking ridiculous. Shannon Watts points this out, and it's really easy. It's the guns. It's the guns. And, of course, she gives statistics here, but it's not hard to see of why the United States has more deaths per 100,000 people. Mm -hmm. It's because we got more guns. That's the only reason. More guns means more gun deaths, means more gun violence. That's just how it works. It's not fucking complicated. It really isn't. And this this exact point is something I cover in the first video I did, which was on Uvalde for the What Was That series. And it talks about how there are more gun deaths because of the gun violence, the access to guns. We have more gun-related deaths in America than we do others, right? These are these are things that can be prevented, right? If we had a proper regulation, training, assessment, licensing, uh, retraining. I mean, you have to go in and get a fucking test, and a, you know, and, and and make sure that you are still able to drive that car, right? Like. If your license expires, you have to go in and you have to go through certain hurdles to make sure that you are properly trained and that you should still have that car and that license. It should be no different with the gun. All we're asking, we're not going to take away your fucking guns, okay? We're not coming into your home and stealing your guns out of your safe if you even have them in your safe. We're not doing that. What we're asking is a simple request. Just be trained. Make sure that when you buy the gun, you are actually trained to operate that gun. You well, you know, done you know, the proper. Yeah. You, well, I think you're making good points here. But here's the thing is here is a person who is supposed to be trained with a weapon. This person is a former military. He was a doctor. And it floors me that this motherfucker here, this crazy loon was actually inside the White House in several administrations right next to the president of the United States. It is absolutely batshit crazy that that is a fucking thing that happened. What in the fuck is wrong with us? Like, Jesus Christ, you know, we're, we're raising a lot of questions about the Secret Service over mm-hmm. the last few weeks and the coming months, I'm sure, once oh, we yeah. find out what happened with some of these Secret Service agents. But, but this guy right here, was he was responsible for several administrations to make sure that the, that the president had proper medical care. And this guy is This is also be- the same guy who said the president was the healthiest president that we've had. Right. Serve. Okay. And, Just and Ro- Robbie... Robbie points out a great point here because he's supposed to be well-trained. And this yes. goes to your point is even well-trained people are fucking dumb. Right. He's, Especially he's, after they had some drinks. Right. Well, I, again, I think that's what the video shows. Why is yeah. he aiming it at his foot? That's a good question. Why does he have two of these guns? I have no many, idea. Is he going out like fucking Rambo to go shoot deer? Or as they said, oh yeah, we use AR-15s to shoot fucking prairie dogs and possums. Why are you using a high-powered rifle to kill something that is no bigger than this the other thing that i want to know is where is he at this fence is obviously not high enough to keep to keep this this bad guy i don't with know a gun he's in a cemetery him. just preparing this, himself well, maybe. for the eventual but, shooting himself accident <laughs> but the but the fucking the fence is not high enough here gabe no yeah, yeah. i mean no, that fence clearly clearly dustin needs to needs to get on this and legislate because that's where ronnie jackson is from so that's where i can only assume that he's at is maybe he's in texas here i mean he could be in washington he is yeah. a representative but but he's got his texas shirt on there he's got his red texas shirt on there the, he he, he forgot got his three percenter his domestic terrorism shirt that he that he wears around but that fence is clearly not high enough to protect anyone from this psycho with a gun Mm -hmm. that fence is just not adequate enough 
Yeah, it, he could hop over that fence, maybe I'm or maybe you, not without shooting like, himself. It looks like a like the fence and the it does brick, look like it a looks like a cemetery. To me. <laughs> that I can't be the only oh, one here, God. but like I said, it looks like he's in a cemetery. Right. It could be, yeah, or he's outside of the cemetery. I don't know. He looks like he's near a cemetery. Here's the thing, though: is in this in this in this clip, he's trying to go very fast, like he's yeah. so fucking in a hurry to put these guns down so he can pick up the bottle again. Watch. Yeah. Hey everybody, this is Congressman Ronnie Jackson from the great state of Texas. I have a message for the Biden administration. If you're thinking about taking our ARs, you can start here in Texas. On behalf of all the law-abiding gun owners in the state of Texas, I just want to say, come and get it. Come and get it? It's, it's really actually come and that. take them. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's, they that's love, any they love that if you want something, come and take it so I can then use self-defense right right and use my gun after i shoot my foot i will shoot you like, that's <laughs> that's the thing guy. they're trying to you they're they're trying to instigate like it, it is very threatening for them to say if you want the fucking guns you gotta come and take them come and get them i swear you know it's like it, it's like no one again we don't want to take your guns i mean obviously if you're not well equipped you're under the influence and you're not someone maybe mentally that should have a gun yeah, you shouldn't have a gun. So we should probably remove that from the area so that you don't harm others in your community or in your home or in your school or your church or whatever it might be. Well, I mean, th that's all that's all good points. And Malcolm Nance makes a good point here. He says, <laughs> this is why I retweeted it. Dickwad, that's a great, I mean, there is no better description of Ronnie Jackson than Dickwad. Right. Like that, it's Meanwhile, perfect. Meanwhile, is Malcolm Nance still in Ukraine? I, I'm not really sure where, what his status is and where Malcolm's at, but he he makes, and really, he could have just stopped at Dickwad. At Dickwad. And that could yeah. have been the tweet. Like, Shut up, Dickwad. Right, or just here's Dickwad. Dickwad, or, yeah. Dickwad. Yeah, yeah. And he, but, he, but he continues in, in, in great fashion. He says, they will come and take it moments after you shoot yourself in the foot with that neg negligent, careless way you're handling that firearm. Hashtag yeah. fucking idiot. <laughs> and this is supposed to be someone who's trained with weapons. Right. Like Ronnie Jack, even though he is a doctor, he was in the military. He had yeah. to train with weapons. Yeah. And he still, and obviously he doesn't know how to run a scale because he, he thinks Donald Trump weighs 125 pounds, but he can't handle, he can't operate a fucking weapon either. Just like he yeah. can't operate a scale. People, people, uh, people in the comments have, uh, let me know that Malcolm Nance is back because he does have that book tour that he's doing, which oh, is yeah, about yeah, January yeah, yeah. 6th. Okay. Okay. Uh, which so he is back from Ukraine. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. Which good. you would well, never find Ronnie Jackson going willingly to go serve in hails Ukraine. Hails to the no. He would never do that. Hails Come and take my guns. But I will pew, never pew, I will pew, never want to pew 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 uh <laughs> elsewhere, right? Like he's like, oh, I was trained to use his weapon and I own these weapons because I have a small ass dick and I've got insecurities and an ego problem, you know. Speaking more of uh, dumb, dumb fucks with guns, here's a uh, video that Patriot Takes put out. Oh, or speaking of, of Ted Nugent. <laughs> this is this is more of this dumb, stupid shit where they're appropriating culture and shit, and they're making it into guns. He literally makes it sound like Rosa Park had a gun on a bus, and he's Rosa Parks, yeah. and he's a black if you're woman ever who's gonna up for racial begin, inequality. Oh, my yeah, God. If you're ever going to begin a comparison to be like, I'm like Rosa, just stop, stop. stop. Right. Stop, 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 right. stop, right there. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't, don't do it. No matter how much of a hero up. you are, really. Yeah. E even if you truly are a Rosa Parks type, right. don't, 
that's not it's yeah. not a good idea you're not nope you're, it's you're not gonna not, end well you're not in the same situation you are not fighting for the same thing and what you are fighting for is uh, not at all equivalent or uh, comparable in any way and it's that uh delusion of people on the right where they're like my rights to not wear a mask and not get a vaccine and shoot my gun pew 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 like all these people it's like no 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 you're just fucking dumb and you're complaining and you're whining about shit, right? These are the same people that want to take away um, birth control and plan B, right? They're like, oh, we need the FDA to regulate to take it out. And it's like, but we also want the FDA to allow us people to take ivermectin. We have COVID. It's like, you dumb fucks. You can't have it both ways. That's this group. They try to, they, they either don't pick a lane. I think Dakota said it best in an interview we had. He's like, they don't pick a lane. So... They can never be wrong. Right. And what I said was, oh, I think they drive between the lanes so that they can, you know, they can say, mm-hmm. oh, I was swerving here or swerving there. But I think, you know, either one is right where it's they will neither pick a lane or drive in the middle. Just be like, I was never wrong. I was always right. Janie from Facebook uh, puts it correctly. Fuck you, Ted Nugent. I oh, think yeah. that's, that's appropriate. Um, you know what? I don't even think I don't even think I'm going to play this now. Now that everyone knows just fuck Ted Nugent. And yeah. because what he does is he compares himself to yeah. Rosa Parks. It's really gross. You can go you can go watch it. I'll, I mean, any I'll also anyone that you see, it happens a lot on the Republican side. The, the right wing people will quote it will will misquote. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. Right. They will misquote. Or co-opt the narrative of what he was fighting for and then try to use it for their own thing, whether it's on COVID or vaccines or guns or whatever it might be. This is the same people that take his message and try to drag it as their own and disparage him by doing so. And then go, I'm not a racist. I love Malcolm. I like Malcolm X or I like Martin Luther King Jr. or I like Rosa Parks. We're all the same. We're all fighting for the same things, those same rights. Again, do not try to compare yourself with these people because the things that you're fighting for are not at all the same as what they fought for. And you're also trying to take those things away right now. The things that they fought for, they're trying to take away. We'll talk about messaging because I think I think it's important messaging. Um, Hal points out something because Senator Ted Cruz, not only did he go on uh, squawk box here, but he actually posted this video. He actually posted this video and, and Hal says, I'm enjoying the split screen of this fuck stick yammering while oil is dropping below a hundred dollars due to Biden's strategy. Now we know your know, crude is, is bouncing up and down, but it's hovering around a hundred dollars a barrel, which is the reason why gasoline prices are dropping um, because the supply chain is being, appropriately band-aided by the administration. Now, it's not going to be a permanent fix, but it's going to get us through, hopefully, this situation of the supply problem. Uh, the U, uh, the U, um, uh, the UE actually uh, did a deal with another country uh, this morning that used to be a Soviet country, and they're going to try to fix their supply problem, which will help crude prices around the world. So this this situation is 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 working. But here's here's Ted Cruz talking about gas prices being high as it literally right on the screen is dropping. Watch. Well, look, it, it, it is indicative of the messed up priorities of this White House. You, you look at uh, out of control gasoline prices. You look at a, a war in Europe, the first major land war in Europe since World War II, 
what we ought to be doing is unleashing U.S. production. The high point for U.S. production was in 2019. We were producing. He literally did that. <laughs> like that is literally what the guy who you're claiming is full of shit and he's not doing anything. He literally did this thing that you're saying. Yeah. Not only did he do that, he went beyond that and actually went to have other people around the world release their reserves to fix the supply problem. Right. He encouraged well, I mean, Joe Biden, you know, does control the global prices and inflation across the world. Right. You know? well, he's able he at the flip of a switch. Well, I you mean, know, like, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Gabe. Joe Biden is so powerful and so omnipotent. He's so present. But he's sleepy and he doesn't know anything and he yeah. just he's he's so But it's he, pretty he amazing that Joe sleepy Joe Biden, incompetent sleepy Joe Biden was able to win the presidency thanks to George Soros but only take 50 seats in the fucking Senate. Right. Like these are things that you, you, you hear these stories of Joe Biden. He's like, oh, man, this guy's sleeping in the basement. He's hiding in the basement. Da, da, da. He's accomplished a lot from the basement, I guess, because look at what he's doing. He has been able like look at what happened with Mexico. He was able to go to Mexico and say, hey, we should figure out a deal for how we should repair the wall. Right. That we have at the southern border, how we should invest in technology. Right. We're going to get you to pay one point five billion dollars toward this investment. Trump, he was like, these rapists and these criminals and da-da-da-da, like fellow Mexicans, right? My I have family in Mexico, he's calling them rapists and he's calling them drug dealers and, and, and murderers. And it's like, what do you think is going to happen when you start your, your campaign announcement with that type of rhetoric and those type of accusations and then say, Mexico is going to pay for the wall. And then Mexico was like, fuck no, we're not going to pay for that fucking wall. You fucking idiot. You're a bigot. And Joe Biden comes in, he's like, hey, Maybe we should work together on something. And Mexico was like, okay, that sounds great. That's good. You're an actual leader. You came to us and had a conversation and willing to collaborate. Fucking insane that a world leader would try to work with other people. But it's no surprising when you look at Trump and all the photos, he's like, I don't want to. If I don't get the credit, I'm not going to do it. Right? Like, if I don't get the credit, I'm not going to do it. Here's another motherfucker. Here's another motherfucker. Trump Jr. here. And I'm not talking about Booger Sugar Jr. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, well, maybe, maybe we should call DeSant- DeSantis Trump 2.0. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But look, look, let's listen to this gaslighting motherfucker. I think that we have a rule of law in this country, and you don't get to just have a mob descend on a Supreme Court justice's house or try to impede the operations of government because there may oh, be a decision stop. you don't like. Uh, that would be considered an insurrection. To- what? <laughs> have you seen this video no i haven't so this, this makes is hilarious sense. but this was i was like as soon as he said people descend upon the government i'm like are we're yeah. just fucking running right through the point right now oh, we're running man. right Head through first into it backing up and running right through again like the the oh my god the cognitive dissonance the the inability or or ignorance mm-hmm or naivete, whatever you want to call it, the ability for someone like this and the rest of the Republican Party to not look or not, you know, blinders, not not willing to look just like they're not willing to look at the guns being the problem. You know, they want to place the blame on Antifa, BLM. They want to place the blame on the left. They want to say that, you know, all of these people who broke in, smeared shit on the walls, took took actual property from the Capitol are not insurrectionists. The people that 
fucking design, built, broke down, transported, rebuilt the gallows and said they wanted to hang Mike Pence. They're not insurrectionists. They're just tourists. And I think now that I now that I hear myself say it, maybe they mistook the word tourists, right? They they in their mind are like, oh, mm-hmm. terrorists. And they're like, no, right, no, no that's tourists. what we need to do. Uh, it's tourists, right? Not terror. You hear terrorists, it really means tourists. Like fucking Andrew Clyde. Oh, it was just a normal day. Just a normal day. These are just a normal tour guide going on here. Yeah, fuck you know? that guy. You smear shit and you throw shit through the window, right? That's what you do on a normal tour. Oh, uh, fuck that guy fuck and out. fuck this guy. Let's let's. This is hilarious. This is great. So Ron DeSantis, he I was hoping they were going to show uh, it would have been my only my only edit to that would be to have the video of the guy climbing or the mm-hmm. woman climbing that falls, falls off the wall. Yeah, that yep. would have been <laughs> boom. Yeah, maybe mm. even the Mario. Yeah, man, it happens. It happens. But that's a great video. Uh, I think Jewish uh, gender resistor put that together. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I saw the that one logo out. on the bottom left. Yeah, go check that one out. Uh, you know, this Thursday we have another hearing. Speaking of the insurrection, we have another hearing on the in, on the insurrection. Another chapter in this verse, I guess, um, or verse in this chapter. What, what, what this story that we're going to tell? Adam Kinzinger was on the Sunday right. show, uh, and he talks about it's season two. I'm telling you. I tweeted about it last week. Wait, 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 wait. This is season uh, this is the season no, no, no. 1 finale, right? This is the season 1 finale, but we're already seen because okay, this is this is what I said online. I said season 1 is all about world building, okay? We're setting up what happened. We have to get context. So you're say, talking about when they do like a television series. Yeah, right. If I was writing this mm-hmm. January 6th series right, right now, season 1 would be world building. You have to build out the world to establish who the villain is, right? Who the the antagonist is, right? You have to establish who the protagonists are, right? You have the people who are the committee and you have Trump and all of the people around him, mainly Trump, right? Because he's kind of like the big evil guy in this situation. And you go through the first season and you lay out the events. You throw in moments where this person's introduced and this person comes back. You know, you have reoccurring characters, cameos, right? To help complement whether they're guest stars or co-stars. Now, in August and September, as we lead into the midterms, I believe the second season of the series is to establish the character arcs or character development of these other people. Those people being the ones who are directly involved with the insurrection, who had a part, who tried to do something, right? You've got um, uh, uh, Heiss, right, from Georgia, I believe it is, uh, who just got subpoenaed. Uh, you're getting more and more people. Yeah, right? They, they more, sent out target letters even right. to they, certain you've got Republicans that, hey, we're coming, going to indict you. Right. More people coming forward, more subpoenas. Because here's the thing. All of the videos we've watched have more or less been the same. Like if they're clipping out stuff from Hirschman or, or Bill Barr or Ivanka, it's you know somewhat similar. It's around the same time of questions that they ask during the depositions. We're seeing those things kind of come back through as a as a as a through line to prove what's going on. But I feel like they've got, you know, they've got hours and hours and hours of depositions, right? I mean, just Pat Cipollone has fucking nearly eight hours of deposition footage. And they've only shown us so much. They just introduced Stephen Miller in the last hearing. So I believe 
that in the second season that starts in August or September, as we lead into the midterms, they're going to start identifying the people, especially those who are running for reelection. And I think it's a strong, it's a solid, and it's a smart strategy. Well, I, I agree with you because <clears throat> I, I think, I think this is going to lead us to more information that after the August recess, they'll convene and maybe even during the August recess, because that will make it more significant as well. Right. If, if they if they if they start up season two, as you put it, mm-hmm. right, the character building, really right. building out each one of these characters and who they yeah. were. I mean, last I, season on this season, on, like they're right. Gonna, it's that type of recap. They do it every every episode during the hearings. We will show you this next week. It's a preview last week or yesterday or whenever the hearing was, we showed you this. They're, they're, they're recapping you because again, people have been trained to binge watch or to, you know, if they're a week at a time, they go, Oh wait, Oh, I need, I need a quick recap. What the fuck happened? Because it's a fucking shit show. I've already covered six of these with the, what was that series? And I couldn't even get to everything because I'm trying to cap the time to be like, I know that your time is valuable and you only have <laughs> right. so much. So I can only bring out the fucking what the fuck moments. Well, there was There's one point where you were trying to when you were trying to write one of these and you're like, man, it's like nine minutes. I'm like, yeah, you got to find something to cut. And like we were we were scouring through your script to find any little thing right. that we could still There's get a the point of jokes that I just so people right. know there are but because you're trying to make those points. Right. Exactly. Uh, uh, Texas Paul is here. He's actually uh, oh, one of our panel members. Yeah. One of our panel members. Thanks for for coming today. He says, Amen, Gabe. Um, uh, so everyone, I, I want to tell you that the time has been announced on on this Thursday, this week, and Texas Paul will join us uh, on our panel. At least I think he will. I haven't I haven't confirmed it with him yet. I'm I'm kind of putting words in his mouth. Here. I'm assuming. It, I'm assuming Texas Paul's assuming. been there. He's been through and through. Yeah. He's been there every right. single day, every the single beginning, one. middle, and end. And he gives all of his he great gives us, He gives us the Texas Paul. Oh yeah commentary that that the yeah. mind is mindy design sometimes right? we even get some cookies in the background that's true that's true jordy's cookies but yeah, cookies jordy. in the background <laughs> but here's the thing here's the thing is that everyone needs to remember that thursday is a prime time hearing yeah. right so this is going to be at a time where it is going to be most convenient for most people to watch mm-hmm. and i think that's very significant the other thing that is going to be super important is they are going to go through the TikTok of time of Trump, right? And what he was, and more importantly, what he wasn't doing. But let's listen to how Adam Kinsinger here frames it up. 187 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you're leading this hearing. You, you know what you can present mm-hmm. at this point. Can you at least tell us if you filled in the blanks of you know who the president was actually speaking with why there weren't phone records, for example, of of phone calls he may have placed during that time period. We have filled in the blanks. Uh, I can't necessarily say that the motives behind every piece of information we know will be able to explain, but this is going to open people's eyes in a big way. The reality is, I'll give you this preview, the president didn't do very much, but gleefully watch television during this time frame. Uh, we're going to present a lot more than that. But I could only imagine as, I mean, I knew what I felt like as a U.S. congressman. If I was a president sworn to defend the Constitution, that includes the legislative branch, watching this on television, I know I would have been going ballistic to try to save the Capitol. He did quite the opposite. 
And that's what you're going to see on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So everyone join us on Thursday. Again, it's at 8 Eastern is when the gavel comes down. But we start our coverage at the Midas Touch Network an hour before. And Texas Paul will join us. He's in the chat. I think Texas Paul has become a regular viewer here. Is this, um, imagine what they have planned for a primetime hearing. That's I mean, right. Texas Paul right. ain't wrong, man. No, he's is, not wrong. This is going, going to be time, the bang. You're revealing time. this big finale, right? Whether there's a bit of a cliffhanger to lead you into the next season or not. But I feel like, again, everyone wants to know what happened. And we already knew things too. Like he was there drinking his Diet Coke, watching on Fox News, happy, gleefully, like as uh, Kinsinger said, he goes outside, makes his announcement after you know, after a while and finally says, Oh, I love you. Go home. We care for you. Da, 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 da. You, you know, all this bullshit. And of course it doesn't do anything, right? They don't go home. They don't, they don't willingly leave the Capitol. They had to be forcefully removed, but Trump goes out there because it's feeding his ego. And he says, these people will fucking die for me. These people will commit their life and sedition to make sure that daddy Trump stays in office and once he saw that once he knew what they would do he was like oh no i gotta let it go on for as long as possible i gotta see how far they're gonna take this because who knows maybe they fucking pull this off and then he goes that would be fucking great i would love that sipping my dr pepper or diet coke whatever it might be (laughs) well i mean sydney powell's the dr pepper commercial trump's gonna be the diet coke commercial but i I think i think adam kinzinger really gets at the heart of it and he's basically signaling that yes we are going to find out america's going to get to know that 187 minutes and really what 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 was going on and real again more was he flushing documents was he eating documents Right. We're well, find out. I mean, to be to be quite honest with you, in the lead up to January 6th and December, he was begging his supporters to come save him because yeah. he knew he'd lost. He knew he'd lost. He knew he wasn't going to be able to use the courts yeah. at that point. He he knew that he had, had exhausted uh, Attorney General Barr. He exhausted mm-hmm. that measure. He exhausted the DOJ. He exhausted the court systems. His only option at this point was to to pressure Mike Pence into making him king and and then use the violence and have his fucking, you know, his fucking toothless followers to come fucking intimidate Mike Pence into doing what he wanted to do. That was it. That was right. the only that was the only last measure for that. Um, but here's what I, I want to show is that because of all this, because of the hearings and because of the truth coming to power here. Mm-hmm. You're starting to see the cracks inside Trumpism. And I think really a lot of his supporters who love Trump and love Trumpism, they realize that he really is a toxic, um, a loser, a toxic mm-hmm. loser. And they're looking for their new fear her. Um, but this is incredible that they aired this on Fox News. Now, it's Fox News Digital, right, but right. it is Fox News. Watch Watch how they're trying to shop for a new Fuhrer here. I don't want him to. I like uh, like what he stands for. I like what he does. But uh, he uh, upset too many people, and he upset him really bad. So I don't think he's good for the party. He needs to get back in. That he already had gained that respect from all the world leaders, and finish what he, you know, started. It's too bad that he did what he did do and was fought the whole way along. On darn near everything that he did but that's what but, happened so i'd like to see him not run keep in mind he won't say what he did 
Right. Well, I mean, I mean, he's like, well, he did what he did, but he's got to reel it in. Well, let let me tell you, um, let me tell you the one thing that, that, that these Trump supporters love that Trump did. There is one thing that he did that they love the shit out of. It ain't got nothing to do with making sure rich people don't pay taxes. It ain't got nothing to do with making sure that Americans pay more for goods by by putting tariffs on shit from China. It ain't got nothing to do with pipelines or bullshit or any of this stuff. Ask you one thing and one thing only. It gave them the ability to go out and be brave enough to voice their white grievance. That Mm -hmm. is what they fucking loved about him. Yeah. Is that they didn't have to hide their white grievance anymore. They could just say it right out in the open. They could really, they could really get it out off their chest that they think they're being oppressed because they're white. That's what they love about it. That's the one thing they love about him the most. And that's why Ron, that's why they're shopping a new Fuhrer here is because Ron DeSantis allows them mm-hmm. to do that same thing. Right. It just. Ron DeSantis has a better style of fascism. Right. It's not like buffoonery. It's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. nincompoop Nazis. He's really trying to be right. the actual, the actual Nazis, mm-hmm. the actual Hitler here is what he's trying to do. Um, you know, trying to be a competent leader uh, and actually commit to a fascist state, not just mm-hmm. bumbling and stumbling around like Trump. Right. Let, let's listen what appears to be a green haired person, but he's just standing underneath the light. This isn't, this isn't some kind of crazy thing where this guy is a libtard because he has green hair. Have you seen this shit where they think people with colored hair or somehow have a yeah. certain Blue, political I mean, I know Christian Walker, my uh, online roommate, oh, yeah? always complains about blue-haired liberals. Oh, that's blue, not green hair. Blue it's hair. not green haired. I mean, but green I, hair, orange body, that's an Oompa Loompa. Right. But mm-hmm. if you have blue hair, right, that is a libtard. It's a, you know, it's a blue haired liberal. They're the Antifa. They're, like, that's what people believe. Like, oh, God forbid that I dyed my hair. Doesn't What make color would you dye other. your hair? If you had the opportunity to dye it any color you could, what color would you choose? I've always kind of wanted to bleach my hair. Oh, kinda, so you, you wanted know, to like white. Like a, yeah, like a, like a platinum bleach or something like that. Oh, like, I've okay. seen people so like, like that. That could be cool. I don't know. Like, uh, like, like a golden bleach kind of thing. No, not like a golden bleach, but like a like a platinum, like a silver almost kind of. Oh, bleach, okay, you okay. Know? So you want to look you old? Know? Is that what you're saying? Like no, a, no, like no, no, no. Because oh, I would okay. still see my dark hair underneath. So it's just kind of oh, like, okay. You know, I, not, I see not what you're frosted saying. tips. I don't, I don't know, I don't know style. Like just some bleach. I don't yeah, have well, any you know, style, obviously. But, but the point. Well, you know is, who else? You know who else had a, yeah. a mm-hmm. dyed hair? Right. Yeah. Now he wasn't quite blue haired, but the Republicans love to attack us and say that this guy was Antifa. Is the shooter from Highland Park? Oh yeah, in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he was a Trump. And they immediately went to this guy is he, Antifa. He this guy's hair. A, he's a liberal. Da, da, no way. No way would he be a Trump supporter. He colored his hair. But I want to be clear here. This guy here on the screen does not have colored hair. He's it, it, it appears to be that he's standing underneath a green light. Yeah, which was great positioning, by the way. Emerald whoever City, the, you know, right? Well, whoever was the cameraman here, everyone really in the comments are saying, "No, don't bleach my hair." <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Okay, but we, should do it, do, it, we it, should do it now. We should do it. I would do a little. You know, you know little, well, Gabe doesn't really in. have to do anything in his hair. He's, he's got a whole closet full of wigs. I like Gabe, wigs. Gabe rents a whole storage unit just to keep his wigs in. Mm-hmm. That's how many he has. Let's let's listen to this dipshit here. Him, but I would not recommend he runs. I I, I voted for Trump both times, and I I, I love him. I, I think he was a good candidate, <sighs> but I think his time has passed. I couldn't care less about uh, President Trump uh, personally. Um, uh, I I prefer somebody different, but if he is the nominee, I'll probably vote for him. What? What? <laughs> what in the fuck is what? Like 
they're just like they're walking around the sidewalk like do you know anything about oh, politics like nope yeah. like are you a trump supporter yep so oh, you know nothing man. about politics you know nothing how the government works you don't care about anything or anyone but you would vote for him yeah okay let's get this guy on camera yeah like, what in the fuck and i mean i wonder i hear saying i well i'll let you finish the video and i'll give context to where these people are okay okay you know what i voted for him for my my very first time i voted for him i don't think it'll be best for our country for him to run for re-election you know i'm thankful for everything that he's done but i think that our republican party needs to be united at this point he's a little too polarizing and i think that there are candidates out there at this point only at this point this lady thinks he's a little too polarizing i mean you know they're like now now, that the right. committee has shown what everyone else was fucking saying was right. true. Right. Now that we've seen it in the receipts are live on TV. Right. Now it's, it's a little bit polarizing. Right. But if it was a week before the committee hearing started, they were like, we're oh, good. yeah, fuck Trump. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I fucking love that guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's the kind of fascist we want. Right. Let's listen to this bonehead guy. Listen to who she says would be the nice replacement for the fear her. Republican candidates, obviously, that... Um, maybe be able to pull in people that he would lose to be able to change this. I would like to see, you know, Governor DeSantis or someone like that, some some new blood in, in the race. DeSantis, yeah. president, and if he wants to, then he can pick up Donald as the vice president. We're from Florida. <laughs> um, DeSantis is- oh, these uh, people obviously have no fucking idea. They have oh, no God. clue about anything the they're talking about. that they're like, oh, yeah, let's just pick up. Yeah. Donald Trump. Donald yeah. Trump would never. He's already had a fucking taste. Oh you think God. that that motherfucker is going to want to say, "Yeah, I'll go for VP." No offense to you know. You VP, know what might VP make is sense. A relatively like is what might make position. sense though, Gabe. It might make sense though. Think think about this in the QAnon perspective, right? Put your put your put your tinfoil hat on. Um, let's say let's say Ron DeSantis wins, okay, and Trump is his vice president. Trump can lay in wait. For four mm. years until then he goes to certify the vote and he can just declare himself the winner. I mean, right. that's, he know. would stand back and stand by. Right. Exactly. To take over. Right. As president. Exactly. Okay. All right. Maybe yeah, there's something there. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just saying that maybe that's right. this guy's theory. These people are boneheads. I mean, these are the same people like Rusty Bowers who said publicly, look, if Trump, what, like, I don't like Trump. I think he's fucking crazy. And I think he's a threat to democracy. However, with that being said. If he were the nominee, then yeah, I'd vote for him. What the fuck? <laughs> you literally experienced this firsthand. Rudy Giuliani, Jenna oh, Ellis, man. Trump, and the rest of those fucking seditionist fucks tried to overthrow the the government and overturn the election. They came to you, said they had proof, that they had evidence that they didn't have, that they eventually admitted that it was all just theories. Well, you've well, seen you, the Rusty you Bauer story. Along. You've seen the update, though, haven't you? He changed his mind. He has oh, now he cha- he's now changed his mind. He he Ooh. he did it. He did an interview okay. where he said that he would not support Donald Trump. What he was trying to say is that the Republican Party would nominate him. He would consider it, but he believes there's no way that they will nominate. At least he's even. Hoping. But even the language of he would consider it. Mm-hmm. is dangerous. Right. Because that right, implies absolutely. that there was even a remote possibility that he would actually vote for Trump. Right. That he even took the time to say, the guy that fucking dragged me through the ringer and made people come to my house threatening me and my family and my gravely ill daughter. Right. You know what? what? 
He's not. Well, I mean, I mean, Rusty Bowers again. Rusty Bowers feared prison. He didn't. He he would have done it if he didn't fear prison. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure that's the you know they were trying to tell him, hey, we will pardon you. Wink. You know. I mean, I'm sure that's what was happening. Let's let's listen to the the the. The absolute dumb fucker here, just a few seconds left. We're big fans of DeSantis on this one. He seems to be much more common sense and able to communicate better to both sides to get those people back than the, the switch. Okay, I love. I'm, I'm going to stop it here. What I love, I love how this lady thinks that that Ron DeSantis is attractive to both sides. What is she talking about? Yeah, both sides. He would br- you'd be able to talk to both sides. Nobody on the left wants to fucking talk to DeSantis for all the things he's banning books. Don't say gay. He wants to take rights away. Like who on the left would ever even even in the middle would ever consider being like. Ah, he's okay. He's not so bad, guys. He wants to take a few rights away, but doesn't want to take all the rights away. Well, here's one reason why. All all year long, Mindus Touch writes this on Twitter, Ron DeSantis has been traveling around Florida, handing out oversized checks, which they paid for, as he takes credit for President Biden's infrastructure bill, Mm -hmm. which DeSantis vehemently opposed, went around the state campaigning against Biden's infrastructure policy. And both Florida Republican senators voted against both of them. Both mm-hmm. of them voted against. And here, here, and this is not like um, someone taking pictures. This is Ron DeSantis on his official government account actually posting pictures of himself handing out infrastructure checks that Democrats got. And then right. earlier, I don't know if you heard. But in the first hour, someone was talking about how, you know, uh, TYT tells their viewers not to vote or something like that. And I'm sure some some shows over there are not saying that. But I've watched over there. A lot of those shows are saying that type of shit, that both sides are the same. And it's blah, 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 what? blah, yeah, it's, it's How the, is that even a comparison? Well, and also, I'm, if you were to tell people not to vote, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever well, heard. Exactly. But here here is more proof if you're wanting it uh over at TYT if 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 you're a TYT v- viewer or you're working over there. Mm-hmm. Um if you need more proof of why they're not the same, here here is exactly the proof that you need. Democrats right. passed this bill. Democrats worked their asses off to fucking compromise with people in their party yeah. just to deliver this to the yeah, American had people. Had to fucking scrape Right, because Republicans these. did nothing. Right. They didn't none of them wanted to do anything. And they barely got this through and only Democrats working hard on this, even against themselves in some right. instances, and in the interest of their party and their constituents. And mm-hmm. here Ron DeSantis is, who worked hard not to get it, who mm-hmm. who used the Republican apparatus not to get it, is running around seeing Paying money, paying the state's money so that he can appear in these pictures with big, huge checks. You know, you know who Ron DeSantis reminds me of? He's the kind of guy when you do a group project in school, right? You've got like a couple people who are like, okay, guys, we really need to do the job, right? And they're like working together. They're putting the slide deck together. They're putting the, you know, the, the, the talking points ready to go for the presentation, doing the research. Meanwhile, a couple other fucks are standing by eating snacks, drinking fucking Diet Coke or Dr. Pepper, letting letting these people do you know, the Diet job. Coke and Dr. Pepper are going to start to send us a cease and desist if I we're know. not careful. Well, <laughs> if we're lucky, if we're lucky. Well, if we're lucky. But yeah. you you again, you have these people who actually work on the project, do the work, right, within this group. And there's a couple people who just kind of stand by and go, mm, whatever, I'm not going to really do it or like, oh yeah, you know, you know, from, you know, really really phone it in, right? 
And they're just kind of like saying something half-assed doesn't make any sense. And then when it comes to presenting to the class, the project, and they go through the slides and da-da-da-da-da, that person who wasn't willing to do any of the work is now talking, right? Now they're giving, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read off this slide, right? I just got to say one thing in front of the teacher to make it look like I did something. And this is what Ron DeSantis is doing. He's going around taking credit for the group project that he did not contribute to. Hmm. That's what he's doing, which is one of those asshole kids in class who you just fucking want to punch because they don't do anything. For sure, for sure, Ron DeSantis is the is the asshole that you wanted to uh, you oh, wanted yeah. to kick his his balls in on the right. playground. I, and I'm not I'm, theoretically, right? Yeah, right. yeah. All this is all hypothetical, theoretical. Right. Like but when you all, were a kid in, in school, right, right? In school, in those projects where mm-hmm. one Elementary. person yeah. doesn't want to do the work, and then when it comes to presenting in front of the class, they jut in and say, "Oh, well, you know, this also," and then be like, "I spoke, so I get credit." So uh, that's te- not how that works. Texas Paul says he's a Coke Zero guy. Uh-oh. Oh yeah. Uh oh. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. even drink Coke, and that sounds about right. Oh, are you are you knocking Coke Zero? You knocking Paul here? Because no, I no, think- no, no, no. I'm saying like I don't. He's saying that he's saying Ron DeSantis is, or he's saying that he is. No, he no. I think Texas Paul is is confirming here that he's a Coke Zero guy. Oh, he's a Coke Zero guy. Well, I didn't mean it personally. I thought it was Ron DeSantis. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Maybe we should get Texas Paul on the show so Texas Paul can set the record straight with right. with Gabe Sanchez for crying out loud. The only Not- oh, here's the thing: the only Coke I will have mm-hmm. is the Mexican bottled Coke. Oh, okay. That's is the it, only. That's the only what's, Coke I have. What? It's because is is it bottled there? Is it taste different or? Well, do they it's got do different. The... It's a different ingredient. So the actual real sugar. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. so it's like the the original. Yeah, Coke. yeah. yeah. It's not the Coca Cola Classic or whatever they rebranded to or Coke New or whatever. It's the real shit. Yeah. But it's I'll have it real shit. on Tuesdays with my tacos. Boom! I'll have a bottle of. Mexican oh, Coke. so I see what it is. So tomorrow, yeah. but that's the only Tuesday. that's the only one that's the only one I that I'll have. You. I don't I do you. any of the others. Well, I I would imagine, uh, you know that Ron DeSantis has probably done his amount of Coke in his day. And I'm not talking about the drink because uh, mm. the guy is out of his mind, which I guess would make, you know, pretty close to what you said earlier, you know, like he's, you know, I guess not the son, like Booger sugar, right. but he's, but Don, he's, he's Donald Trump he's Jr. 2.0, right. He's 2.0. like the T, you know, he's like the Terminator. He comes back and you're like, Oh, which version of this? Right. It's like the upgraded version <laughs> from Terminator one to Terminator two. We're finding that this guy can now fucking morph into this metallic liquid instead of just being the robotic shell, right? Well, that's true. And speaking of wearing costumes, whether it's a Trump costume like Ron DeSantis is trying to have, or uh, at, I think it's Sesame Place. Oh, God, and, I saw and we, this. And we watched this video. Yeah. Um, so they have this video here, and um, it's a parade. where And these two little girls are standing here, cute as can be, right? Um, and, and they're watching the parade come down. They're really excited. And then one of the, and I'm not sure, I think it's Zoe is the character, is the actual costume here. Um, and, and it appears that the person in the costume says, no, I'm not going to shake your hand. Let, let's watch, and then yeah. we'll give our um, our commentary on the other side. You see the character here come up? High five. No, no, no. And says no, no to the kids and walks away. Let's watch it again. So high five to an adult. Says no to someone else and then no to these kids. Yeah. So, so 
I'm not sure exactly uh, what has happened here. Now, Sesame Place has actually put out a, a statement on this. Um, now, again, I don't know if it makes it better or worse, and I'll bring that up here. Mm-hmm. Here is the uh, here's the statement from Sesame Place, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but basically what it says is that um, we we value our customers. And we stand with our employees and the inclusivity and the equity in all forms. Now, so they're trying to, you know, um, really deflect from the racism part here that it really looks like mm-hmm. what has happened is this character and this uh, cast member, as it were. I'm not sure. Is that what Sesame Place calls them? I know Disney calls them cast members, but uh, I don't know. Uh, and it says employee, but I wouldn't be surprised if Disney like trademarked. The phrase cast probably probably that's probably true. Those bastards. You, you know, we, we should probably go protest with Nazi flags outside because, yes. they, they, you know, we should probably. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but um, in, in, in any uh, form here, basically, the story that Sesame is saying here, and I believe this happened yeah, in Philadelphia. So there's several of these of these Sesame places mm-hmm. around around the United States. I believe we've actually had a video one on when John Walsh went and he pretended to be Ted Cruz Cruz. because Ted Cruz was knocking on Sesame street. Exactly. And I believe that one's in New Jersey. Yeah. That one's in New Jersey. And here's the thing. Ted Cruz has, he's now continued to knock, right? He went after, he went after big bird again, a fictional bird. That's like six years old. Right. Then he recently went after Elmo, which again, a fictional character that is three years old. A 51-year-old person is like, nah, I'm going to fucking attack this fictional fucking puppet. Like, that's what it is. So here is the here's the explanation. The performer is what they called it. Portray, portraying uh, Rosita, the character, has confirmed that the no hand gesture seen several times in the video was not directed to any specific person. Rather, was a response to multiple requests from someone in the crowd who ask to for the character or the performer to hold their child for a photo, which is not permitted, is what they is what the the performer is claiming. Mm. I actually don't think that's what's happening in the video. Um, now, rather that actually happened because I, I think we would hear that happening. We hear other people talking around them. I think you would hear uh, someone ask those questions if right. they were really adamant about it. Um, and so I actually call BS on this. Now, yeah. I'm not sure what the person was thinking. It definitely is, does not look good for whoever is in that costume mm-hmm. um, with what this what this video shows. And I'll play it. Here. I'm going to turn the sound off. But as you watch the the video here, it does not look good. Slap. Slap. No, 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 no. To hell with you. I mean, you know, so it doesn't look good. I'm sure. Here's the thing. I am sure, because I don't know when this video was released this morning, but I'm sure that other people will release other angles and it might right. be more so revealing maybe, of what happened. Right, right. And that, and that is a possibility here. Right. Um, but for, for better or worse, Sesame Place and Sesame Street is kind of on their heels this morning. Right. Uh, because I think there's two ways to approach this. Either you're a character that just walks down and waves, right? Mm-hmm. Don't have to deal with ever slapping or, or doing a high five. But if you're going to go through the side closest to where the people are and you're going to high five and do stuff, then you got to commit, right? Like holding a kid, if that's the actual thing that happened, I get it. But if you're going through and you're giving kids high fives, you got to go through all of those kids. Those kids are there because they love Sesame Street and they love the right. characters and the excitement 
to see the character that they watch on TV in real life is incredible. Well, and even if the intention wasn't uh, through racism for whoever right. was in the costume, it sure may have made those little girls feel that way. So, oh, yeah, I, I think I think regardless um, mm-hmm. of the fact, I think uh, yeah, whether intentional placed, or not, yes, right, they they have a long way to go um, for that video and what their protocols are for certain things, whether it was holding um, holding right. things, but how they re- how these right. characters and performers react again. To certain situations. If they're not supposed to do those things, then they should be walking down the middle and just waving, waving, right. waving, waving, neutral. Right. Don't right. interact with anyone. And wave and, at them and just give wave. them the attention. Just wave, yeah, boom, right. wave, 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 wave. Great, you know, a, a general wave in this area with a mask on covers a wide range of people, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're going up to individual people and high-fiving them and then you dismiss other people for whatever reason, the person that, that gets skipped out on is going to take it personally. Right, or could, you know? yeah, absolutely. And especially for a young child, these two little girls who take it personally be like, oh, fuck, this is amazing. I came here and I saw, you know, whatever this character was that I saw on TV, now I get to see them in, in real life and, you know, maybe get a photo or slap their hand or whatever. Like, that's one of those kind of, like, life-changing, like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And hopefully don't they don't then take and say, like, oh, I'm not going to watch the show anymore. But, you know, it could have a negative effect on the way yeah, that they're Because really, the honestly, the, the Sesame Street uh, itself, the show, its producers for right. all these years. Like, for, th- this mean, character better fucking show up to this house. Well, here's what I'll tell you is, like, the last 50 years, I mean, that really is the um, – I mean, it's it, it's been their mission for Sesame Street to really, right. um, you know, send a message to young black girls like these little girls are. So yeah. they should send the message and they have a lot of making up to do. I have some breaking news here. Of course, it broke in the last couple hours. But Dr. Anthony Fauci um, is going to be leaving his role before the oh, end of the right is going to take that as a term. Win. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It doesn't say I don't I don't know if it says when. Uh, actually, I think the breaking news is that Fauci really wanted to leave. Oh, he when, wanted to leave in the last administration. Right. Well, I, well, I think he really wanted to leave after President Biden uh, took office and they really started to get vaccines out there. Right. But but but, you know, the dumb fucks like Rand Paul and continuing to uh spread misinformation and disinformation about the vaccine and Anthony Fauci himself uh, didn't allow him to actually exit like he would want to so that he could get out of the way of other experts, you know, getting into leadership roles and taking over for him because he's been serving. He's been serving his country. For several administrations. Right. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. And we've talked, we talked about on on the show too, which is like, if Trump had done his job, and not try to scapegoat or blame it on anyone else, whether it be Burks or, or Fauci, no one would ever know Fauci's name, okay? Nobody knew Fauci's name when, when Ebola was happening. No one. No one. Because the president went forward and he delivered the news and the updates as a president should, instead of being like, Oh, hey, uh, can you t- like again, it's the same thing as Ron DeSantis. You've got one person in the group who doesn't want to do the work. And then when asked the question during a presentation, they go, oh, well, uh, Susie's going to Susie's going to take this question. She knows all about it. And that person's like, what the fuck? No, no. I, uh, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you throwing me off right now? That's exactly what Trump did. If he had done his job right, no one would have ever known who Fauci was. But because of Trump, Fauci gets death threats. He gets. Uh, uh, things sent in the mail 
Like, I think there was an, a potential anthrax scare one time because there was powder scent. Like, this guy's just trying to do his job, right? He's just trying to help people out. And these other people, these Trump fucking sycophants, are like, no, you got to die. You got to die for what you did. He's like, I'm just trying to prevent the spread of this fucking disease like I did the other ones. Well, speaking of people who were against Fauci, which uh, Joe Rogan has been, apparently he is trending. And I think it may be for this video. I'm not sure. This looks like an older video. It looks like his old studio. But I may be wrong here. Um, um, uh, Mike has here, Joe Rogan calls Trump a man baby and believe he is on Adderall during his presidency. Um, he's talking to. And <laughs> Once you go to the other, I can I can't remember if he. Because they redesigned the set when he went to Austin. But once they go to the other's angle to show Joe Rogan, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to know. Okay, so so let's let's listen to what Joe Rogan says. You know, Trump, Rogan, and Elon Musk, and Ron DeSantis are all kind of, you know, oh, having they, these... They swim in the same cesspool. Drama party, drama party. Yeah. But let's... Um, Mike Segoria, that, isn't, it, isn't that his name here, this comedian? Uh, which he, is a, he, he's a, yeah. he's a pretty good friend of Rogan's. He's a, a regular guest on... Uh, Rogan's show. He's got a lot of Netflix um, specials. He's a very, very popular comedian. Well, I think that's who this is here. But let's listen to the uh, him talk to Rogan. Well, about that guy is that you know I'm saying even when you when you watch him as president, he was full of fucking energy, full of it every day. And they say he slept like four hours a night. He's one of those people. He's on Adderall. God, you think he's on Adderall? Yes. Yep. This is current. I do be, only because. So this is the new set. Yeah. This is the new one. This is the redesigned set in Austin. So this is a more uh up uh, uh well. I, I'm assuming if this clip is coming out now, this is probably pretty recent. Well, the other thing too that I'll, I'll point out is Tom here, and his I said his name's Mike, I think, but his name's Tom. Uh, Tom here is not as crazy as Rogan. And what I mean by that is he's not as loopy and wackadoo and he gets in these things. And Rogan yeah. does this shit, right? So whoever is sitting in front of Rogan, that's who Rogan is. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, he's, matter. He's, he's definitely, he's got a chameleon-like thing, right? right? If he's right. got Alex Jones spreading conspiracy he's theories. Alex Jones. He's Alex Jones saying, oh yeah, it looks like that's actually pretty true. Despite if the he's fact got that a he's liberal sitting in front of him, he's really liberal. Right. I mean, it just it, he he just can't help himself but to go to, to go with those the winds in his sails right. during his show. But let's watch. There were multiple people who used to work on The Apprentice that were like he was fucking gassed up for shoots. Really? Yeah, because he has trouble reading. Really? He doesn't. Really? He he. We... As if Joe Rogan's never heard this before. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You haven't heard this yet. Yeah. This is this is this is six years in the making here of this information being out. Jesus Christ. Noel Kassler put put an NDA on his line on the line for saying a lot of shit ab about this during The Apprentice yeah. because Mark Burnett wouldn't. Well, let's listen. He would tr he would struggle to read prompter or script when he was just, uh, let's say, sober. Uh huh. So they would give him that and he would dial in more on reading because he gets he gets very bored they said you know he, gets, yeah. he, would, he would get bored at the cia briefing in the mornings he was like i don't want to read that there's a daily briefing Jesus. you get as president he's like you fucking read it and then tell me and if it's bored the, so they would have to make it more engaging for him because he would just I heard tap that they out. would put his name in briefings mm -hmm. multiple times to keep him interested and then <laughs> kushner you know his son-in-law yeah said that he came up with a formula uh, to keep him engaged. Which was, did? Yes, because, you know, he obviously was close to him and knew him well, and the formula was... <laughs> I love
love how Rogan hasn't heard any of this stuff. Yeah. Like he's this supposed to be some either, sort yeah. of expert and he talks about this shit like he knows what he's talking about. And this is simple shit that we've known for years. Mm-hmm. We've known this reporting for years. This yeah. isn't new knowledge. And it's almost like Rogan is just, it's almost like he's being introduced to running water here. Yeah. It's he's fucking like, whoa, ridiculous. whoa, whoa. I'm waking up right now. You know, like right. I just took the red pill and I've learned so much about Trump. Yeah, again, like this is the same guy who was like, hey, how do we nuke a hurricane? Can we nuke a hurricane? Is that possible? Can we do that? That's the thing? No? Yes? Okay, cool. More Diet Coke. Like, this is the guy. It should be not be surprising. But I think these stories have already come out, too, where it's uh, making him feel important, right? Knowing that he wouldn't be, you know, he wasn't interested in the briefings. And when people be like, oh, did you read that thing? And he'd be like, oh, no, we never got to it today. And it's like, you know, you had one job on, you know, we should have on, we should have on Jessica Denson. She, she's the NDA Trump NDA killer. And she worked, um, with the 2016 Trump campaign. We should have her on and see if there's actual truth to that. Because I know, I know personally uh, talking to her, she has actually sat next to Trump and had to do presentations to him way back when, um, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, she worked her way out of out of this MAGA delusion and realized the truth about Trump and who he was and what he was, and actually fought against and been the only person to beat his campaign's NDA yeah. at this point. Um, but maybe we should have her on to talk about that. Let's finish what this Joe Rogan how uh, how how astounded he is by news that is three years old. Um, like two good, one bad. So if they were going to give him bad news. They could go, you start with some good news. So they go, this is going well. Everybody's thrilled with you about this. Here's a bad thing. Also, people love you for this. Like, <laughs> so that's how you, that's how they would tell him bad news. Shit sandwich. They couldn't just go, here's right. a bunch of bad news. Of course. Yeah. He's a man baby. He's a fucking toddler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a toddler. Oh, it's funny now. You laugh now, Joe. You yeah, fucking yeah. piece of shit. Here's the thing. That strategy is not a Jared Kushner thing. They actually, when, when you go to like, um, the PTA has classes that you take for like mm-hmm. parenting classes and stuff. And, uh, me and my wife have actually attended some of them. That's actually shit. They teach you yeah, um, to handle. It's not a Jared, Jared that's Kushner. A, that's just a, that's a Jared common Kushner, business right, practice. Right. Well, Jared Kushner didn't come up with that idea. It's right. actually one way to disarm a, 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 a child who has be- behavioral problems. Right. That's one way to disarm them is to give them a good piece of thing, a bad piece of thing, a good piece of thing right. to try to keep their mind working towards good things. Well, the only thing that can stop <laughs> bad news, Tony, is good news. Well, that is true. But again, is it's, true. this is a, it's a very common practice in business when you're like, oh, I got to deliver this bad news to a client. Right. How do I how do I right. cushion give this, some good sugarcoat news. it, you know? Good news first, bad news. It's like would you go if you had a if you you know if you have a partner, would you go to the partner immediately the bad news? Right? You would try to soften the blow, whatever it might be. Right. To be like, so I threw that yeah. thing out, and it's like, but <laughs> you start with, here are some flowers. I love you. You're amazing. Oh, and deliver God. it, and be like, also, I want to take you out for dinner. I you know it's like it's one of those things. It's it's common. Human How nature. Joe Rogan doesn't know that this <clears throat> happened though? How does he not know that this happened? It's because he's a fucking bonehead. Right. Now, everyone, I, I want I want to reiterate again. This Thursday, we are going to have a hearing. It is going to be in prime time, so we're going to have two episodes. You're going to get to see me all day that day Thursday. Mm-hmm. You're going to see. I'm going to. I am time. going to. I'm going to. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to make a bowl of popcorn this one. Good. 
Good. So you're going to see us at a regular time, noon Eastern, uh, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, as you do every single weekday, Monday through Friday on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Don't forget to follow <laughs> us here on YouTube. Um, it, it, you have to follow us here on YouTube to get into the chat. Texas Paul was here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, get in the chat. Maybe we should have Paul on tomorrow to give us an update yeah. from Texas. What do you think? I, I think, think, we I think we'll do that. I think we'll do that. We'll have Paul yeah. on to give us an update from Texas. And then on Thursday, don't forget to miss uh, Texas Paul on the panel because we will have coverage from mm-hmm. the Minus Touch YouTube channel. So go follow um, on Minus Touch YouTube channel, the Minus Touch Network. We will bring you a live coverage of the hearing an hour before, during the break, and after. We will have mm-hmm. special commentary from the likes of a Midas Mighty like Texas Paul. Also, some other panel, great panelists are coming back, I'm sure, to to talk to us. Jessica yeah. Denson being one of them. Um, may- maybe Popak from Legal AF or, or Karen Ignipolo from mm-hmm. Legal AF. Or maybe the brothers. The, the bros, know? the Mizellus bros. Yeah, I think I think we can have it's all gonna be It's going to be a party. I think it will be. I think it will be. So stay tuned. Go follow uh, again, go to the YouTube channel, Mind Touch Network, the YouTube channel. The link is there. It is there right now. And go follow us on Twitter at Tony Michaels Pod. You can also find the link there for the hearing and set your reminder. You're not going to want to miss it. And until tomorrow at noon Eastern, 11 Central, as we do every single weekday here, surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Meal Barn, head-ass speaking.